previously on the Infinite Escape Room. State your business in my tomb. Tomb robbery. Oh, not maybe run. I am full of chocolate. Unmolested, uh, suit of arms. Like a tape measure. Okay, the curse is lifted. Bye! Hello, and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room. Usually, we're a group of geographically diverse pals who come together, have a drink, and work together to solve a homemade escape room of the ears. But you join us now on part four of our Infinite Escape Room Quest special. That's right, this is the fourth and final part of our four-part series, where we have a fabulous adventure in another world. We are guided capably through by Tony Conway, who is using the Quest RPG system. There's puzzles, there's fighting, there's lovely characters, we think you're going to love it. This special, and in fact all of our episodes, are made possible by our fabulous, wonderful patrons. I'd like to extend my thanks to all of them, and in particular to Dave Shaw, Charlotte Knowles, and Karen Kett. Thanks so much, folks. We really appreciate it. If you're interested in joining the Patreon program yourself, head on over to patreon.com slash the infinite escape room. There's early access to episodes, bonus material, unedited stuff, and other guff. We rejoin the show now, just as we're getting into our fifth hour of recording, and we're all getting a little bit delirious. And welcome back. We are now in... Coming up to the fifth hour of our recording, I'm Mike, uh, I'm playing Clam Strumlington, sex pest bard shapeshifter, and I'm now drinking a combined, I'm taking a Jamie special, I've got a cup of tea and a double whiskey, Jura Journey, uh, on the go. And Love joining it. me we have... Okay, I'm Bailey, and I'm playing Bailey Nater Jones, the half-orc wall-through-smashing disco queen of whatever land we're in at the moment and i'm drinking i'm drinking a magnus but i'm really regretting my drink choice because i i've got i think i've got some dura or something in the cupboard and i should have poured myself a shot of that so uh but i've got my magnus and i've got water so you know it, it could be worse and you've got an alan who if you scream really loud might bring you a whiskey I could well i've got i could i could just message him to be honest he's like my little butler he's brilliant <laughs> Emphasis on the butt. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> ben? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking of Alan's. Fucking hell, five butler. hours in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and I'm Ben Lady Griffiths, and I'm drinking. I've got onto water now. Um, the, uh, the beer I had earlier um, gave me a slight headache, so I've got water for some paracetamol and ibuprofen. <laughs> and I'm playing. <laughs> Rock and roll. Child. Whoa, rock and roll. Um, and I'm playing uh, Forquare, the uh, the halfling wizard who can't reach anything. <laughs> bless. No, bless. You just want to keep a supply of them... them Growy bears. Elastic guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Everlast. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know... You're chugging them. Six foot high. I, I didn't amazing. take any from the, from the store, so... Ah, damn. Next time. And I'm Jamie, and once again, I am drinking my combination of uppers and downers, but this time with my coffee, I've upgraded from a San Miguel to a Baldur's Mead, so we're getting stronger as we go into the finale. And Very nice. I am playing the trio of tiny tinkers in a trench coat, LSD. LSB. <laughs> LSB. You're, you're doing it, it <laughs> An upper or a downer. So, just fucking... Tripping balls. I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing the trio of tiny tinkers in a trench coat. LSB. And I'm Tony. I am playing the role of the guide, the voice of every NPC, and the voice of the fiction. 
and I am also following the uppers and downers tradition in that I've got some uh, ecstasy and some heroin on the table. No, not really. I'm drinking a brew dog. Uh, it's, it's very uninteresting. Stay mellow. Right, so this is it. The final, the final sprint towards the goal. You've been tasked by the ghost of the ancient wizard, Galtarum, the elder, who was the founder of this city to complete his life's work by opening a portal to another dimension. Seems fine. Uh, he mentioned some ley lines in the city uh, and that you would need to, uh, I think you discussed previously with Theodoric, the historian, that you would need to go to the Prismatic Temple to find the, the last bit of this puzzle uh, that was set for you in the in the original episode. Uh, you've got a poem with five lines filled in, but you're missing a line. You're missing the second to last one. Uh, so, are we ready to go finish I mean, yeah. the final Let's adventure quest? Yeah. Yeah. You've got to be vocally... You, you can't just dance, Bailey. You've got I to, said you've got yeah. to be vocally... No, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, cool. So, Hell yeah! Come <laughs> Oh. All right, you've told my goodness. There we go, okay. <laughs> so you head to the northwest of the city, right. to the temple ward that has been pointed out on your map, and there are large stone walls surrounding uh, a, a building, but the gate is open. It appears to be a welcoming space. Are you all right? I just wanted to ask, will we add in another ability? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's before we get into this, uh, everyone took a new ability and took some AP. What have you all chosen? Um, I've gone with Focus. Just, what does uh, focus do? Um, oh, oh, wouldn't you like to know? Yes. Yeah. It's so, I'll let you read it, Tony, because you're better okay. at reading. You things. pause briefly, closing your eyes and clearing your mind of its reflexive habits. Your restless self fades away as your body becomes your task. Uh, and there's a couple of different uh, ability point options here. So you can either immediately use the flow ability, even if you didn't roll a 20. Uh, you can You become wind familiar uh, until the end of your current fight minions cannot hit you with basic attacks unless they roll 20 yeah that's great that's really exciting uh oh. the, being able to just not be hit in a fight basically uh and let's face it i need that is my role you, you have been doing good. a classic tank build here of just sort of running in and getting this shit smacked out of you yeah uh ben why don't you tell us what you've chosen i Forkware have chosen uh, telekinesis, so I can move nearby creatures or objects using only my mind, which suits me. Mm. I don't speak a lot. Um, if in I... this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> if I move something gently, then I can actually control it for a ten-second period of time, uh, or I can forcefully throw something five meters away and hit for, for two hit points. I can also use more ability points to up the distance I throw them and damage I deal. Nice. It's very kind of 11 from Stranger Things. Mm. Yeah. Who also doesn't say much to begin with. That's true. LSB, what have you gone for? So we've gone for poison, so we can craft a variety of different chemical nasties to do a number of different things, from falling asleep, causing extreme pain, and just outright death, which will be a lot of fun. Horrifying. Okay. Um and Clam, what have you gone for? Clam has gone for Memories of Stone, uh, which if he encounters a stone monument like a, a mountain or a canyon or a statue, can touch it to channel its ancient wisdom. Memories of Stone is my favourite Danielle Steele novel. Um, cool. Okay, let's. Go. Uh, 
No erotic role play. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say. I feel like 90% of it's coming from you today, Tony. I didn't you as a, a Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most, literally like 80% of the erotic role play has come from you. Like, And you keep saying, it's, no erotic role play, though. Mostly like, me making a very mild sex joke and then reminding you not to follow up. <laughs> uh, cool. So, Tell me, Canyon, what wisdom uh, do you have? Do me! Oh, I cannot. Yeah. I must <laughs> it is not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> You come to the Prismatic Temple, this temple ward area in the northwest of town. There is a large, uh, very solid wall around the outside. This this building looks old, ancient. You would guess that it was probably built, you know, around the same time as the Crystal Bazaar was built and Galtarum's tomb. You can hear voices coming from inside. There, there seems to be chanting, singing, some kind of service or rally going on inside. You're not entirely sure. So as you as you approach. Um, the sound of wailing and singing overcomes you and you uh, find a dense crowd uh, almost pouring out of the, the doors of this temple. So it's a big hexagonal building with doors, you know, large doors on each face of it. People spilling out uh, into the temple grounds that surround it. There are revelers who joyfully spray each other with like coloured paint, powdered paint. Everyone's wearing white robes. Um, others are standing in tears of, of, it looks like tears of joy and adulation. As you work your way through the crowd, you can see a stage in the middle. There's like a hexagonal dais right in the middle of the temple. You can see a person wearing brilliant robes, uh, you know, white robes with these bright, bold stripes in, in red and yellow and orange and green and purple and blue. Uh, and their booming voice grabs you as if their words are charged with magic. My children, intones this, this huge bearded man on the stage. It is a blessing and a gift to be with you today. We come together as one, all the same, and with our strength and resolve and faith, we may divide into many. And he's flanked by three tall, perfectly bald adherents uh, uh, standing behind him on this dais. They're wearing the same white robes as the rest of the crowd around you, but they have an elaborate rainbow pattern uh, down the front, kind of a crisscross of lines and, and, and shapes. Uh, now, the prophet says, I implore you to leave this place and go out into the city. Spread these words, recruit the many and watch, always watch, for we are close to our goal, so close to finding our way to the other side, to new worlds unknown. The magic of this place, the knowledge we gather each day brings us to a new future. And this man who you... You guys have kind of picked up from, you know, listening to people in town, you know, this is Gideon Hosfar, the prismatic prophet. And he turns from the assembled crowd who are still wailing and crying joyfully. And he reaches up to his neck and lifts a heavy gold chain over his head. And he lowers that chain onto a small circular marble pedestal mm. in the center of the room. And he turns back to the assembled crowd and he gently nods his head. And the doors all around the temple... Uh, are already open and people start streaming out into the gardens surrounding the temple and off into the city and in only a minute or two basically all the people in this room have gone and you can hear singing and chanting and chatter and laughter fading off into the distance yeah so what's what what are you all up to what's the plan here clam turns to everybody and says ah i just left a suicide cult it is lovely to be back in one (laughs) (laughs) i know the signs i know this uh, uh, home. Could we get close enough to that that disc to see if it bears any resemblance to previous discs that we've seen? 
Oh, uh, yeah, so I think you, you might have to linger for a minute and sort of find somewhere quiet to stand because there's all these adherents streaming out and you can actually see um, the doors start closing and the, the three adherents who are on the stage in the more complex robes are locking them from the outside. Uh, and so you've, you've carefully stepped off to the side as the last door closes and you hear a loud metallic clunk as the key turns in the lock. Uh, so you're inside. You're on your own. Go on, Ben. I was just say. So we're, we're on our own. The, the prophet and the other guys have um, all they left. left as well. Yes, they went okay. out with the crowd out into the city. Yeah, it's quiet in here now. You can still hear voices off. You know, somewhere outside in the gardens, people sort of chatting and, and uh, talking. But yeah, so you you approach this dais and uh, it's the same smooth marble, twelve inch or so circle on top of a, a small pedestal, probably about three feet high. Uh, and on top of it is the, the the chain that the prophet took off. And hanging from it, you now see, you can really see from the distance you were at before, is a, a large glass triangle, mm. probably about, I don't know, four or five inches high and maybe two or three inches deep. And it's been placed carefully standing up. Dais, of course, this pr- prismatic, because the first, the symbol we saw in the very first puzzle that we did was the one that was like the dark side of the moon album cover. It was the prism, so this is the prismatic temple, the prism, yes. of course. It's all coming together. It's like, it's like Tony has it's planned nice. out something that's Aww. connected in places. It's almost like it's I've like written an elaborate puzzle this. within a puzzle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if we held, so is there any kind of, any symbols of lines coming through, or is it just the glass it's just the glass for now. That's all you can see. Okay. So I'm wondering... Oh! Oh! Okay. So in the... About the lines, the lines upon the chart to find the place where lives the bird, I'm just wondering whether if there's something we can... Oh, no, but I'm thinking about it too much and we should just do... Someone do you want to know some more about the yeah. temple? Do you want to hear yeah, some more about the temple. in here? That'd be great. Yeah. Let's have a look. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So the temple, as I, as I said before, is this big hexagonal shape, uh, and you're on this dais in the middle. Around the temple up high, there's like from ground level up to about 20 feet up, something like that, there are like big uh, pillars that hold up uh, the top of the temple. You saw from outside there were flying buttresses at the six points. And then above that, you can see a kind of like a gallery. You know how te- uh, cathedrals mm. and stuff often have the raised gallery that – I think it's called a, I looked it up, I think it's called a triforium. Yeah, I know. Uh, so they, they, there's one of those that runs around the top. The doors are closed. There are there are elaborate stained glass windows all around you with like this kind of hexagonal, like a six segmented color wheel sort of thing as the main design and then lots of different bits of colored glass all around it. So the place has got this like amazing multicolored kaleidoscopic glow to it uh, where, wherever you're standing. Um, you look up at the ceiling and you can see there is like a, a glass disc up there that looks sort of cut, like cut glass disc up there. That's that's what you you can see. Shaft of light, a space for a shaft of light. And we have a prism. Shaft. Ah, but it's uh, that's what I was thinking with the lines like coming yeah. through and then the lines that would come out of the prism, yeah. about the triangle. So um, should one of us grab it and do that? Yeah, Bef- that's- before we do... Could we um, activate our spy glasses, please, to use infrared vision, which lets us see um, oh. any any objects or uh, that give off heat nearby, just in case there are still people lurking around that could oh. catch us in the act? 
okay. So infrared vision lets you see an outline of things that are generating heat nearby. This ability works through the wall through walls. Okay. You can see that out in the garden there are still uh, like in the gardens outside, you can still see adherents milling around. You can see like the, the numbers are dwindling and people are sort of going out in the city to to preach and witness whatever you might call it. Yeah, that's kind of all you can see outside. You can't see any body indoors. It, it, it's warm in here because of all the glass uh, and it's a sunny day. But you can't see any people inside the temple with you. Okay. The coast um, is to be clear. Fabulous. <laughs> um, I'd also like to, because um, I know LSB broke his scimitar in the last place, mm. so I'd like to use my kill mm-hmm. goals to fix it. Oh, sure. Oh, bless you. That's good of you. Very kind. I'm nice side there. It's okay. Anytime, little buddy. This was well, I say little buddy. This this is like a a Greg Davis Alex Horn situation. <laughs> like LSB, it's little LSB, little LSB. Yeah, it just like because you're six foot four, like with all three of you together. We are towering. Not, we are imposing. Like, you are. Just happens to be I'm six foot nine. So uh, we are towering. <laughs> we are imposing as I look as we look up to, to little, Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, cool. just to okay. fix the scimitar. But we thank you. Great scimitar repaired. Cool. So what's what's the the um, window or whatever it was on the ceiling that wasn't that didn't have light coming through it yet, did it? I mean, you can see daylight coming through it, but it doesn't appear to be. It's not a strong concentration. Yes, are you taking a closer look at this thing? So as you look up, you can actually see from down here that it looks like there's some kind of mechanism. On the outside, you can't quite figure out how it works from this distance. It's it's too far away for you to get the detail of it, but it looks like it's sort of attached to something around the outside, and maybe it can be manoeuvred in some way. Ah, we cannot see, but perhaps we can. <laughs> Natural powers, wild aspect, eyes of the eagle. Uh, so, fucking <laughs> <laughs> <like> Captain Planet. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, Clam uh, can gain uh, eagle-eyed vision for the next minute um, by using Wild Aspect Eyes of the Eagle. Uh, so anything in my eye, uh, line of sight, so you can see it clearly. Uh, I can also detect mm-hmm. imperceptible movement from faraway things. Ooh. And I'll remove one AP. Cool. Uh, okay, so you you look up uh, at this ceiling, and you can see actually you can see the detail of this thing now, and you understand that it's got. It's a circle. It's not a circle. It's a hexagon. So it matches the shape of the building, and it's got six triangular faces. So it looks like it might, like if you can maneuver it right, it might catch the sun in just such a way that it like moves the light out into the room separately. Mm-hmm. Just by looking at that, you can't see where that light's supposed to go. You would need to look more around the room. Yeah, I don't know why Clam thought that looking at a mechanism would allow him to understand how the mechanism works but like ah that is a mechanism <laughs> you've but you've learned something here that that is a that it is a prison that it looks like it's shaped to divide light in some way or, or to, to redirect light in mm. six different directions yeah, but he's, he's not exactly the sort of person to be like ah of course that is a shift gearbox now he'd be like ah yes that is a funny piece of metal uh, yeah. <laughs> normally crankshaft cool. okay so should we split up and just take a look around this room yeah please <clears throat> for, for, yep. for clues all right so, gang Okay, so Jinkies. like, I guess one of you is, <laughs> I guess one of you is going around the perimeter of the room, looking at the edge of the room, something like that. Oh, looking under uh, all the rugs. The rugs. Under all the what? All the rugs. <laughs> they're they're oh, at my sure. height. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to find spare change, basically. Or a key. Uh, yeah. Right? yeah. 
would be a very infinite escape room thing, wouldn't it? That would be a real Ben puzzle. Yeah, I was just like, thinking that'd be very good. All the rugs, so you're dead. <laughs> cool. Okay, so there's there's who's looking around the edge of the room? Uh, we'll do that. Okay, so you find uh, you actually find like on each of the 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 pillars that the buttress is attached to 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 hold this thing up. There's actually a staircase inside each of those pillars. They're all spiral staircases. And so you follow one of them up and you end up on that gallery that you can see above that looks down uh, into the into the main body of the, the, the temple. And as you follow it round, you, you do a circuit of the gallery and you find that like at the middle point of each stretch of the gallery of these six sides, there's like a, a metal bracket that can be angled and moved. And they've got, some of them have got like a glass plate in them. So there's one that's filled. If we go, let's say, clockwise from the top, on the first section, there's one that's got like a big blue glass concave surface. Uh, so it's like, it's it's transparent, but it's concave. So it, it yeah, it, it's kind of reflective while also being see-through, translucent. Mm-hmm. The next one along is empty. Uh, it's just the bracket, it's kind of semicircular like that with nothing in it, uh, just the fixings. Um, the next one has a yellow glass concave kind of disc thing like the first one but it's got a big crack through it through it down the middle like it's it's close to shattering and you you, you're a bit nervous about touching it in case you break it the next one has a big orange disc just like the blue one that you saw first but colored orange so then the next one is also empty uh like the like the second one and it says it's got a note stuck on it someone's put a note on there that says uh sorry borrowed this to fix one of the windows will replace soon. Uh, and then the last one has a an intact purple disc, much like the blue and the orange ones. Superb. Um, so we'll call to the others. Hello there, friends. We have found some sort of glass rainbow, potentially, but some of the colours are missing. Come, 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 come. There are steps in the pillars. Can you believe it? Come, rise. <laughs> <laughs> I like your enthusiasm. <laughs> Come rise. Yep. Clam, Clam joins him. Uh, on, on and Balianator follows Clam. And she helps uh, for queer up the stairs because of his oh. little legs. <laughs> They're made for humans, yeah. yeah. Can we, Not made for, can we for reach folk. the glass um, from where we stood? What, the glass in the yeah. brackets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's at, like the railing of these balcony bits, these galleries, comes up to about your waist height. <laughs> Or my shin. The middle, the middle go- I was going to say the middle <laughs> goblin's stomach, probably. The middle goblin's face. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it's like, it's there and it's, you know, easy to manoeuvre. <laughs> um, so we'll, uh, we'll point at the yellow one with a crack in it and say to Benita, you there, fellow green one, do you have any more of that that thing to fix the things? Oh, no. Shit. You used it all. I did we are, on we your are scimitar. But bugger. I don't. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, you see, you see, I didn't realise Tony had written this into the story, so I... No, 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 that's, that, <laughs> no, that was not my, that was not my intention. No, you haven't, you haven't broken Fabulous. I le- le- we lean over to Clam. What is a Tony? <laughs> we don't want to be rude. Tony? I wouldn't have put, I wouldn't have put a puzzle where the solution depends on a consumable that you had from the start. Yeah, I know. This I is did the last that last week. week. I got to towards the end. <laughs> I did that last week. I gave oh, everybody no. a Mars bar. And it was the very last bit, and it was to stop them getting ki- killed by killer bees. And uh, and Dom ate <laughs> half the Mars bar at the beginning of the puzzle. And I was like, please don't eat the other half. Please don't eat the other half. And they didn't, thank God. Anyway. 
my god. <laughs> yeah, it's Mark Zuckerberg. Um, so. Yeah. Oh, good old Marky. Mars. Mar- oh. Uh, anyway. Um, uh, oh, yeah. So, okay, there you go. You got your discs. I well, I'm just thinking, just from my knowledge of disco lights and that they tend to be <laughs> in rainbow. Um we might be we might be missing a red one. I'm just saying that that might be the the empty there's a blank one which I well one of them that might be red. We had two, was it two blank ones? Oh, blank two. There is yeah. So one of them might there be red. There are two, one with a note. And one's got a note. Yeah. Um so presumably so, part of the glass for the other is in, in one of the windows. Well can we have a look at the windows? Yeah, so you go back down and look at the windows and they are indeed complex stained glass windows with loads of different colours in them and, and uh there's a lot of coloured glass here that, that looks very similar to the glass you're seeing upstairs. Okay. Uh, I was gonna say if we look at the stained glass windows, could we happen to see red or green piece of glass in those windows that might happen to be around the right size? So you in fact see there are lots of circles in these windows that are the right shape and colour. So, I mean, it looks like there may have been some economising somewhere along the way, something like that, but there are red and green and yellow circles that are appropriate. So the question is, how are you getting them out, if that's your plan? Oh, God. Well, I'm I'm out, guys. I haven't got anything that's going to help, like, with anything intricate other than kicking ass. So uh, I'm I'm, like, I haven't got anything. Forkware... Uh, looks at uh, both LSB and Clam, uh, trying to figure out which one is taller, um, gives up and offers his dagger uh, that he still has as a uh, way of perhaps prizing out uh, a circle from the windows. Well, I'm just thinking, because I'm probably the tallest. I'm probably the tallest, I am, in Bailey Nota's voice, kind of. Can can a third of LSB kind of stand on my shoulders? And so we'll be higher again. I'm just thinking it yeah. depends on where these bits of glass are, so we can just you, get you a can bit do of that. I don't think you need to. These windows come down to like it would be uncomfortable, and your arms will get tired. But you could reach, you could reach some of these lower circles. They're like you know around the edges of the windows. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I take four quiz um, dagger, and I prize out a yellow. We don't. We don't need a yellow one. Yeah. Oh, we do. Oh, why don't we? Yellow's got a crack. Oh, yeah, the yellow yellow one's one, right. yeah, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Thank why you very we... much. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Michael. Uh, why don't we? Why don't we take a? Why don't we take a roll here? I just spoken. <laughs> um, let's see how. Let's see how subtly and successfully you can. Oh, okay. Do this. Didn't mention well, there were rolls. Oh Jesus! All right. Well, I, I let my dice haven't been very uh, good so. Oh. Oh, oh, oh my God! That's a critical <laughs> failure. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god! Okay. Just oh, so. Just, um, it's like an Adam Sandler film. Yeah. <laughs> so you, um, god. you offend God. Everything goes wrong. It's like Anchorman okay, or something. Jesus, every the, yeah. Sorry. The the dagger breaks in your hand. Great. The dagger snaps. So you got to you got to find a different way around this. And oh. the you also like crack the glass and this bit falls out and smashes on the paving slabs outside. Now the consequences of this will become clear later. So let's carry on with the puzzle and then we'll uh, we'll return to this. Bailey Nater goes and punches a wall. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the glass wall. You like <gasps> roll again. <laughs> I, uh, me, I I well I don't I, okay, I have a more delicate way. 
So you've, uh, yeah, I was going to say you've you've learned your lesson now. I won't make you roll for the rest of them, but I wanted to, you know, I wanted to introduce some level of je- jeopardy. jeopardy. Go well, ahead, that's, clam. That's, well, one like, yeah, go on, clam. Clam has a very <laughs> simple way of getting these out delicately. The power of sucking. Uh, form of an elephant. Uh, so clam in the form of an elephant is going to stomp over to a well he'll find another yellow piece of glass affix his trunk to it and slurp and kind of just pull kind of like hoover it off with his trunk this still go horribly wrong okay i mean all right no so we've we've the the first role was to like teach you the like you you know to, to see what the jeopardy is now now that you've learned that i think we'll 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 accept the elephant suction as quite a good solution. We're going to accept the elephant in the room. This isn't the most subtle way you could do it, stomping around as an elephant inside a temple. (laughs) But uh, it's fine. Yeah, you managed to get... I don't need to see this. Oh, it's just uh, miming having a trunk. Very distressing image. Um, (laughs) So you managed to get your three discs. You managed to get your... your, I think it was... uh, what colours were you looking for? Yellow, red, green, red yellow. yellow. Red, green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you manage to get hold of these discs and you take them upstairs and you... What do you do with them? I guess you're putting them in the brackets, but what next? Form of a man. Um, I suppose we need a light source. Do we need a light source? No, because they, they come out of the mm. light source. Are we able to oh. angle them or just jimmy with them in general to see if they catch the light? You move them around through many different degrees, but they don't appear to be catching any particular light. So you've got you've got the prism in the middle of the room. You've got these around the edge. You've got the thing in the ceiling that appears to be attached somehow to some kind of mechanism, but you haven't figured that out yet. Ah, oh, so, God. Okay. Fourquare says quietly, hoping anyone else can hear. <laughs> I think we need to open the hatch in the top of the ceiling, shine the light through the prism, and capture the light from the prism into these coloured glass bits. Oh, that is a fantastic plan. Sounds like, yeah, yeah, I'm up for it. Come on, let's go. How, how do we do this? How, yes, <laughs> how do we get into For quite just shrugs. For quite did you not gain the power of telekinotsis? Ah. Uh, so the uh the the uh bit in the ceiling, is that what you would call nearby? How are we defining nearby? Is this the, the book well, definition? I mean nearby? I could always turn into a pelican, put you in my mouth and <laughs> get you near. You said it was like one turn. Yeah. So it would take one turn well, for you to get yeah. there. Nearby is uh yes. So I I support the uh on the wings of clam. Right. Okay, so I'll, I'll turn into a pelican. Sorry. Form of a pelican. Um, which takes... My, my AP is going down real quick. Um, oh, man. And get, grow, 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 oh, telekinetically uh, inform um, uh, Fourquire that he can get into my pelican mouth. <laughs> we'll go for a little adventure. You're a giant pelican. <laughs> <laughs> so you... as, uh, as Fourquire's a very little man. As you very moist in here. fly up there, you as you get closer, you find that there's like a sort of little sh- maintenance shelf type thing that are, that's big enough for a, for a human to get in, really, to go up and do uh, maintenance or whatever it might be. And so, as you fork uh, where you clamber out of Clam's big ugly flappy beak, uh, as he flies back to the balcony with the others, and you get a good look at what's going on up. Here. 
there is this like glass disc with the six triangular faces pointing down into the room. And it looks like you can angle and move it through different degrees. Uh, and as you look out through the top, you can see where the sun is outside. And so you think maybe with the right series of movements, you might catch the sunlight and, and direct it down into the room somehow. Excellent. Um, is this something that I can reach given my short stature or am I going to need to use telekinesis? I think you're going to need to use telekinesis. This is Wonderful. designed for a human to, to, to do it and you are then, a good two and a half feet too short. I shall... Uh, oh, I just took off um, ten of my uh, AP. I, I've uh, used some... <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um, <laughs> I used one of my AP to... Uh, rotate and move the uh, the structure to capture the to catch the sun and direct it onto the floor below well no so you you angle it and as you're moving it around there's one angle where it catches the light in such a way that it splits out into six colored beams of light out into the room mm-hmm. and then you shift it another way and you end up with like one sort of faint beam of light going down into the prism and you can see it go into the prism and it goes out and just sort of splits and projects onto a wall Ah. If you're angling a single beam of light at the prism. But when you angle it the other way, it's pointing down into those like six. Oh, in that case, then. In, in the lofts. We'll leave it so it angles into the six uh, points. Ah. Okay. So you get these six different colored beams of light pointing into the different colors. And then if we take the six, uh, the six uh, discs of glass and we simply uh, angle them downwards towards the pillar and the prism there, perhaps we will get some sort of effect. Says Clam. Yeah. Who is now, oh, sorry, yeah. form of so, a man. And he then repeats this because he realised all he said before was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the noise uh, that a pelican makes. <laughs> yeah, so you break out the sealers. I guess you all angle the, the these convex mirrors towards the prism right in the middle of the room, this, this, this amulet that the uh, prophet was wearing. And there is a strong magical current runs through the room you all feel it even the the mundane among you feel this thrumming energy if you'll excuse the really gross uh, choice of words <laughs> as the the amulet begins to glow and it raises up into the middle of the like right into the center of the room and then it shatters into a thousand pieces and in oh, its no. place Oh. In its place, a... Hang on, let me find the description of this thing. Sorry, I've really ruined the uh, dramatic. <laughs> it's fine, we can uh, edit it. We well, I say this, we, is like, yeah. this is like the transformation in Beauty and the Beast, except if the Beast just kind of stops halfway through his transformation. And Wait a minute. <laughs> just couldn't remember what I think was called. I'm not wondering if there's going to be a prune or a date in there, because we've had currants and raisins. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, so... You see a large sphere of darkness quickly moving into the centre of the room. And the the sun from outside that was glowing through the windows starts to, to dim. Oh. A metallic orb of flickering light, light and static releases a thunderous discharge, throwing you all backwards and onto the ground. So those three of you on the gallery have been pushed backwards. And there is poor little Fourquare <laughs> up in this funny little maintenance loft. Oh, yeah, you left him. Clam, you just left um, him. <laughs> you didn't have time to go back and get him. I can't. I, I cannot believe you flew back and transformed so quickly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just so. talk to us. <laughs> 
so in the centre of this room is this this yeah metallic orb uh, which is pulsating with the sort of malevolent energy and has just thrown you all backwards. What do you do? Oh, God. Can I very quickly teleport back down? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could blink down onto the gallery. That that would make okay. sense. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> a little nervous fart you've teleported back to where everyone else is yes great i love it just one easy target uh, <laughs> um, cool okay uh, right so what do you do there is this thing that has just blasted you backwards it's it's I, using I, malevolent magical energy. i feel Bailey Jones has not been very well equipped for any of these tasks, really, because it's all magic and she's got no magic. So I think maybe uh, things are different this time. Trust your heart, she's still, but she's not in reach of anything. Swing so, away. Um, okay, I'm going to do focus because I can, and it's an ability right. I have. So um, I'm going to use. I'm going to use three eight. Uh, the no. Uh, do I become wind or flow ability? I'm going to use flow. get my flow ability. After completing your initial attack, you may immediately make one basic attack. So I, I don't think you use this until you're in a position to attack. Okay. And I haven't got anything anything long range. So I think I... Billionator runs downstairs to try and get... No, it's a- truly incredible that none of you picked a ranged weapon. It really is, isn't <laughs> I've got, it? I've got thorns. I can throw thorns. It's fine. <clears throat> yeah. It's all good. Go for it. Yeah. So Clam, you... Oh, my God. Clam, you go first. I mean, I'm genuinely tempted. Please, sir. I'm genuinely tempted to turn into a pterodactyl. It's uh, <laughs> a pretty good idea. Um, oh my god! Do I throw thorns or turn into a pterodactyl? Mm. <laughs> I think I turn into a pterodactyl. Form of a pterodactyl. I can say that in clam as well. So much phlegm. <laughs> I turn into a pterodactyl and. Go, prepare to go patera nuts on this sphere of magicness. So what are you doing? You like flying? I'm, I'm going to fly at it and first. snap at it with my terrifying avian dinosaur right. beak. I roll and yep. I get a okay, three. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, fucking hell, Mike. Get it together. <laughs> um, None of us. Okay, so you, you swing in for the attack uh, and this thing, you are not expecting the wave of energy that this thing is projecting. And as you like come to hit it, and you go in with your claws, like there's a searingly painful, but as you make contact, it's like like burning sensation on your pterodactyl claws and it flings you backwards and you're like flapping around. Um, so you you do not you do not make the hit. And I think let's say you take one damage, because uh, it's a it's a brief clash, but it is very painful. Ouch. I mean uh, yes. So Carl. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, who's going next? Could um, we try to create a black poison based on various gubbins about our personage in the trench coat, and then coat the rope, uh, the the feather hook, with it? So I think it's one turn to create the poison, and another turn to use. I'll do it. that. I'll create it this uh, turn. I'd say yeah. Okay. So you are. I guess taking cover behind a pillar or something yeah. like that, and and working on your poison. Okay, uh, that's they're, they're two different actions, cool. so we need to split those across two turns. Uh, Forkware, you are up directly above this thing. Uh, you could just leap down and and give it a big horrible cuddle if you wanted to. <laughs> well, 
Is this a, uh, a a creature or an object? It's a creature. Lovely. Um, I got it from the character book, so it's a creature. Lovely. I didn't know, because I, I was expecting yes or no. Uh, I was hoping for yes. Um, okay, so cool. Could I please use telekinesis on it? Uh, I am going to use 4AP to oh, wow. potentially hit 4, uh, eight, 8 damage. Bloody hell. So this is an interesting, complicated one. So you... <laughs> What is the wording of this? Uh, you may move an object or creature, or you may forcefully throw it up to five meters away and hit for two HP. And then for extra AP, you may increase the power of this ability by spending additional AP. 10 damage. So you're spending four AP to do... 20 meters and eight damage. Okay. What are you throwing it into? I guess that I'm going to throw it... Well, I was just thinking up, to be honest. Um, you're you're up. Towards you. You're no, I, no, no, I, I've... I've teleported didn't i back oh yes of course you uh, teleported didn't you yeah yes so you're throwing it up into the mirror above you uh not into the mirror more into the ceiling the mirror isn't on the whole ceiling is it it's right in the middle of the ceiling and so i'm going to throw right it sort of, of off to the okay cool. side of the seal of the at an angle yeah, 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 yeah. what's wrong with the floor oh, yeah you do this <laughs> uh i'm yeah, guessing it's near this. the floor <laughs> um you you fling this thing with your mind uh you go full grogu from from uh the mandalorian and it smashes against the wall with a force that you didn't think was possible, that you contained with this spell. And it cracks right across the middle, uh, and it falls to the ground in a sort of smoking charred wreck. And as the smoke clears, you see that it's shrunk down to a little ball about the size of an orange. It's perfectly black and perfectly smooth, and the threat seems to be neutralised for now. Bloody hell, Ooh. Ben one hit killed it. Wow. Yeah, you just Fair play. Oh, God. So Jamie's now Jamie's now got mega poison. Bailionator <laughs> uh, <laughs> didn't take any damage in that fight, so that was yeah, well done. That great. was the result of the that, well, I didn't, that I didn't do anything. Yeah. Like everyone else went and like Bailey, it was like, you go first. <laughs> like, <laughs> team's got you, yeah. Like, okay, cool. So that's brain. yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now that now that you all have a chance to catch your breath, you've got this little black sphere on the floor. And on the pedestal in the middle of the room, there is the, uh, the that familiar little leather bundle waiting for you. Ah. Um, oh. Form of Iman. <laughs> Clam would like to go and look at the bundle, because he, he feels that really he's not looked at any bundles yet. He's going to go and have a look at that. Okay, so Clam, you take a look at the bundle, and you find inside it that familiar uh, handwriting and one line of text with a tear across the top and a tear across the bottom. And the line of text says, her flight is, is true, her wings unbent, her beak is long yet makes no sound. Uh, so if you're lining up the tears on the piece of paper that you've got, uh, that goes in at the fifth line. So I will paste that in. Shall I read the whole thing out loud yes, now? Please, please. Just three more lines will show the way to fame and fortune, hearth and home. To find the first, follow the signs beneath the sparkling crystal dome. The elder's tomb provides a second, and holy place reveals the third. Then scratch these lines upon the chart to find the place where lives the bird. Her flight is true, her wings unbent, her beak is long yet makes no sound. And if you bring to her this token, then treasure, glory, homeward bound. We need to retrieve our token from 
Theodoric. Shaboy! Yeah. Oh, yes. Shall we return to Theodoric? Yeah. Can we take a look at the little sphere? Has anyone picked yeah. it up? Oh, yeah. Good show. Um, so this thing that is on the floor, uh, Forquare, now that you're closer, you recognise this as something from your, your wizardly training uh, that you never thought you'd see up close. This is a wraith fire bomb Ooh. on the floor. Um, it is, uh, I believe it's in the treasure book as well. So I will send you a description of it. It's a dark crystal orb the size of an orange that contains a volatile magic charge. When thrown, it explodes in a small radius on contact, igniting anything within a few meters of the point of impact in searing ethereal flame. Creatures touched by the flame take four damage and writhe in agony. Wow. Mm. Wow. Do you want to pick that up then? Yes, yes. And I will stow it safely because you wouldn't want that to fall out of your pocket when you put your trousers down for the toilet, would you? (laughs) It hasn't got that far to fall. With Falkwa. <laughs> you, are, you are like our pocket ICBM, Falkwa. Just <laughs> for you. A little pocket rocket, yeah. You, how are you getting out of this temple? They locked all the doors. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we yeah. How are you getting out of this temple? Degree. They locked all the doors. We do have some lockpicks on our person. Oh, we can, we can do it. <gasps> we can jimmy the lock, as you say. And we will... You go for it, okay, Sam. Go for it. Be. Like, do you have um, to roll for that or anything? Or is it just... On the equipment cool. rather than a skill. Yeah. Okay. So you um, pick the lock of the, the door nearest the gate that you came in through of the temple walls and you open it carefully. Now you can see out on the green uh, all of the like the general mass of the adherents have left, but there are those three oh. uh, folks, the, the very shiny bald folks that you saw on the stage okay. uh, standing around sort of looking slightly suspicious because they've heard the crash of this glass uh, and sort of looking around to try and figure out what's going on. The crash of the glass that I did at the start, but not the mad fight that happened with like a well, now they're like, yeah, now they're being flung against the They're all the looking ceiling. pretty concerned. And, and so the three of them are standing in a clump uh, on the green between where you are at this door and the gate that takes you out of the walls. What do you do? Okay. There's like all, all six of your heads like stacked up looking through the looking through the door. <laughs> yeah. Mike, I can see Mike is like absolutely bursting you to go. Tell Ben what to do. Oh, okay. This means that like come on, come on, Bailey. Come on. You got uh, yeah, I was I was gonna Oh okay. Well so I I got, Yeah, well I was gonna well like I think yeah, I'm gonna use Oh no. I don't know which one to use now. I've got too many abilities. Oh god. Mm. Oh, um, What's the one that you wanted to learn from yeah, before we I started think, the I game? Think, come on, let's do Yorp. Yeah, let's do Yorp. Uh, and maybe Skate. Would you class them as minions? Yes, they are minions. Okay, let's. Yeah. Come on, dice. Let's guess. Let's get a more than a one. Roll for me. <laughs> well, anything yeah. more than five, I'm happy with. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a two. <laughs> What's going on with these dice? They hate us. Oh. How are you attracting their attention? What do you What do you do? Well, I was gonna just like burst out of the door and just like have at them with a big like otherworldly <sighs> like roar, but sure. um. You're going to yeah. have at them with your bare You do that. No, well. You do that. You like, you stomp out. And I think it's one of those things where like, 
in it's your like, head in it looks mind, one way yeah it's like yeah. it's like always in your mind, sunny it's and like... the dance off where they think they're doing this amazing dance and it's just mac yeah. I, i'm literally mac yeah 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 going yeah, <laughs> it's like, like visceral, visceral roar. Like you know, you you feel like it's a bellow that shakes the very foundations of the thing. To them, in reality, it's, uh, a six foot nine, green. slightly green woman stomps out and screams at them what? in full makeup, <laughs> uh, leather boots and everything, and just sort of goes, <laughs> uh, and they're all like. What the f- what well, are you? I, no, you, Tony, I th- I, don't move. I think we should read what it says if you get between one and five. They laugh. They laugh at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They all sort of, they sort of yeah. briefly chuckle, but then they're like, yeah. they're all business and they're like, right, you stop, don't move a muscle. And they start marching towards <laughs> Sorry, you. guys. I, I, that you failed me. I'm like, you, you go. Could, Come on, guys. You could go Ellis um, stand between. The, the oncoming priests and the rest of the party and say, Stop, my brethren. We have taken your words to heart. You have said about the one dividing into the many. Well, we have heard the cries. And <laughs> all three goblins separate. Behold, we are your living avatar. The one into many. Bow before us. Uh, okay, why don't you roll uh, to see what kind of impact uh, this has? Baby Jesus, let this be a good roll. Oh my god! A three. Jesus, please! One of like what is happening with this dice? Each of them pulls out, you know, like the little spiky trident things. You know, the Greek. Three pronged Poseidon weapon oh, yeah. things. No, but there's like the the hand handheld ones hanging on. Me. Yeah, like you They're have a, a little trident and a net. Yeah, like no, no, no. I don't uh, mean like a, a trident on a long stick. I mean like two small things that you're holding your fist. Oh, yeah, just sharp things hanging a second, like, like a trowel, like that. But there's like two yeah, little exactly like a trowel. A yeah, yeah, a garden fork. That's it. Yeah, garden fork. Um, a trowel. <laughs> fork you. <laughs> Oh, they're not Greek. They're uh, Japanese. They're called Sai. Oh, the Raphael. Yeah, yeah, come on, Tony. Yeah, if you said Japanese, we would have been. If you said from the turtles, then. (laughs) So anyway, they 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 draw these from their like they've got like big billowy sleeves like a monk's robes, and they draw them out. Each one of them comes for one of the component parts of Ellis. (gasps) Oh God! Oh dear! Blades first. Oh no! So they're still they're still kind of in a clump, and they're maybe like ten meters away from you, maybe. Uh, Fakwere uses uh, clap to send uh, to, to send a thunderous wave of Back. force at them and uh, and to knock them to the ground. Great. Okay. So you hit three of them for two HP of damage, and you knock them back onto the ground. Cool. And, um, and then Fakwere says, and then we run. <laughs> run. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, if you want to run, if you want to flee, I'm agreed. Let us. Yeah, I think. Yeah, come on. Let's run. Come on, okay. <laughs> any kind of parting shot? Any, any, you know, um, blackjacks on the ground to pop their tires or anything well, like that? Uh, I haven't got oh, anything. Oh, uh, do you want to use the race fire bomb? I, I don't know whether no, it's what? to be used now or to. No, I think that would be. I think, I think that would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I think setting them all on fire and running away would be. Awesome. I love that four qua. 
was like this little <laughs> psychopath that's like this happened yeah, last time. Yeah. Yeah. He killed yeah. the final yeah. boss last time by like pulling its spine out. <laughs> yeah, fully <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. I love that it's like Bailey Native Jones and the rest of them going no. Because like. Yeah. It's always the quiet like, ones. Yeah, just a little glint, yeah, just a little like, glint in his eye. Yeah, just like I going nuts. Like, yeah. Burn them, burn them all. Ben, if you want to do it, I'm into it. Clam takes a big swig of his magical really brandy. Have he, he knows which way this is going. <laughs> yes, uh, from from within uh, the, the the cloak that uh, Forquer wears, oh my God. he brings out the wraith firebomb. <laughs> 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 With a glint in his eye, he sends out a great it's big like arc. The rest of us are running at this point. Like... At the at the apex of the uh, of, of the arc, he also turns and runs. Uh, yeah, so you you can hear behind you, uh, all of you, these quite creepy uh, adherents who who uh, really haven't given you a very good vibe, lying on the floor, about to get up uh, uh, and start chasing you, when suddenly this black orb lands on the floor in front of them and there is a second where they all stop to look at it and then there is a as it blasts out this orb of fire which engulfs the three of them and you can just hear sort of tortured screaming behind you as you run out of the uh out oh of the walls of the temple but we don't look back because that's like off into the city back. <laughs> let's keep running don't look back oh yeah do we and, get like the cool kind of slow-mo frame while we're, while we're all like running with cool guys out. don't look at explosions they blow stuff up and they walk away <laughs> yeah i don't know if spotify will blacklist us for uh using copyright lsb jumps yeah, back or um, we just I'm get just blown at, to safety i'm just looking at the last roll column on my guide sheet and it's six two <laughs> Three, three, like really. What We're not competent adventurers. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's rolling the die. It's like it's not. There's not Indeed. so much we can do with that. Yeah. That's so bad luck. Uh, you going back to Theodoric? Yeah, going back uh, to Theodoric's the place. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We must yeah. retrieve the little disky thing. Yes. So Theodoric welcomes the three of you in. Uh, still books everywhere. You can see that like a lot of stuff has been brought down from the shelf, and he's been trying to decipher the the icon and this token or understand what it means and he goes ah well, well welcome back it's it's truly wondrous to see you i i how has your adventuring been have you have you uncovered the secrets of this uh this path this challenge uh maybe is somebody I, more in character smart to reply oh god we um, none of you other, <laughs> yeah, we bring up the dossier that we copied the the pose from and go we got this and he he looks at it and scans the line he goes Ah, scratch the lines upon the chart. And so he pulls out the map that you were looking at before and lays it out on the table. Uh, so what, what are you doing with this map? How are you? Hello, listeners. Editing Mike here. We're working off a visual representation of the map. If you'd like to follow along at home, you can also find this in the show notes. I've hidden it as a link so as not to reveal the solution too early. Have a play yourself. Okay, so... What are you going for? The Elder's Tomb was on the hill <gasps> which is 10 i'm just so there's little dots where we were with the temple there's little dots around it and then in the line and then there's little dots along, around the, the line is, but i'm just wondering if the lines go out will it line up with any of the dots in the the other outer line uh, so the tomb is uh, just to the northeast sorry northwest uh, above the number 10 on the map um, let us see. The Crystal Bazaar 
was in the sort of southy, middly bit of the city, around the number seven on the map. And the other place that we went, where we just were, was around number four, the temple. So if we were to triangulate these three locations, uh, we get a bit in the middle, presumably. And that is about as far as my thinking has gone. I may need a biscuit for the great deal of thought this has entailed. Down. How are you? How are you finding the middle? Well, uh, so let us refer back to the poem. Uh, the poem said, "To find the first, follow the signs." So we followed the signs in the sparkling crystal dome. These three moorlands will show the way to fame, fortune, Uh Scratch these lines. The eldest tomb provides the second, and a holy place reveals the third. Then scratch these lines upon the chart to find the place where lives the bird. So we need to find the bird. Uh, we could use. If we draw into the very middle from those seven points of the triangle, so we go from the four, yep. the seven, the, the points into the very middle of the triangle, perhaps that reveals uh, where this bird location is. Do you know how to find the centre of a triangle? Clem Sturmington does not know how to find the centre of a triangle. Neither does Bailey Jones. She's a fighter, not a thinker. I feel like, as a spy, I feel like that might not be beyond. We have some knowledge of triangles. We will try. <laughs> With, can't, we can't hold the pencil, though, yes. because of the claws, you see. <clears throat> we'll just scratch yes. it into the paper instead. Or perhaps what Query does is had to draw sort of arcane symbols. Anyway, would you like me to tell you how to find the centre oh, yes, of a triangle? I'd love to. God! <laughs> yeah, okay, so you, you, yes, you find the halfway point along each line of it, and then you draw a line from that to the opposite corner, and then the point at which those three lines converge is, right. is the centre. So let's, I have let's had do that. Let's forget, really. Educational only... podcast, people. <laughs> so uh, let's I wasn't, this is wasn't sure if there was a ruler handy. <laughs> this is this is this is it. Hey, <laughs> hey. that was exactly wow. what I was talking about, <laughs> except with maths applied. It's beautiful. X marks the spot, so it's this this building here. We can we can include this in the show notes for the listeners. Yes, uh, please. This, this center of this triangle that joins the temple and the crystal bazaar and the tomb of Gortalum. So, are you heading there? Let's take all of what our things. Yeah. Yeah. Can we go there? Can I, I'm just, I'm just thinking because I've got six HP. I don't know about anyone else, but could we just have a little, like, just a short little half, afternoon break, I, just to it, yes, just to means. kind of get back up because I don't know what the hell we're going into. So, uh, LSB is already asleep. It's probably yeah. It's probably mid afternoon or maybe early evening now. So if you want to have some dinner and have a sleep, and then we can go there in the morning, then that's fine. That's yeah. that sounds good. Dinner cool. and asleep. Cool. I will. Brilliant. Shut yeah, with all, with all three goblins legging it from the temple, our little legs are tired, bless us. The following morning, you're up bright and early with the... with the. Well, are you up bright and early or are you going for a coffee and coffee. a pastry at, at the bazaar? Always have to have a date. pastry. Yeah. Coffee and a pan of raisins. Yum, yum, yum. Pan of chocolate. <sighs> oh, yeah, lovely. Cheeky bit and pat. So you... Um, you head uh, into the into the city, and you find uh, this point on the map, and it's a fairly unassuming uh, build, like set of apartment buildings and, and houses and, and shops, things like that. But you can see through one of the doors that leads into the courtyard in the middle of it. It looks like there's kind of a statue, or like a little statuary, a little sort of sculpture space uh, with lots of little carvings and, and models of birds. Hmm. So how are you getting in? So the, this door is locked. You, you can see through. It's, it's you know, clearly people live here, but what, what are you doing? So could we 
First, use the old spy glasses to check to see if there's anyone inside using the infrared. Yep. Uh, so uh, go for it. A peep and see, are there anybody inside? The coast looks clear to you. Um, you can see like people in the shops, and there's you can see people in some apartments and stuff. But there's nobody in that square. It doesn't look like it's you know a busy place. It's just just sort of communal gardens in the middle of this building. The coast appears to be clear. I could lockpick the door if you wish. Go friend. I'm going to try and, and, and lockpick the door. You feel the lock gently yield, and in you go. And yes, you find this sort of little statuary of all these different birds, and, and they've all been carved sort of in different ways. Some of them are carved out of stone, some of them are made out of like hammered copper and things like that, hammered brass, all sorts of different shapes and sizes. Some of them are sort of in flying positions, swooping, and some of them are just standing and looking, and others look like they're preening themselves and stuff like that. There's a little breeze that flutters through the courtyard, and you hear a kind of hooting, tweeting, cawing, like all of the birds around you make these sort of gentle, different sounds. Someone's, you know, they've got like little hooters and tweeters and stuff inside Hmm. them. So what do you do? We'll just appreciate the sound for a good few minutes. Just ah, yeah. Just take a minute. I think. Yeah. I think we need to. Uh, I think we might need to locate some of these statues, some of these specific statues. Her flight is true. Her wings unbent. Her beak is long, yet makes no sound. Perhaps we need to find a statue or set of statues which meet these criteria. That's a good point. Because some of them are all making. Are they all making sounds? Some of them, Tony. Did you say it's, it's hard to pick out which ones are and which ones aren't because, oh, like, okay. the breeze. There's like fifty of them. Like it's you know, it's like a really elaborate little thing. Do you want to take a look around? Do you want some more details? Yes. Do you want to know? Yeah, we all kind of split up and and take a look around. So around the outside of the place, um, there's like the back doors of all of these different shops that are on the ground floor. You know, there's a baker and a. a leather worker and whatever uh the birds are yeah all different shapes and sizes all different breeds all sort of flying some of them have got their beaks open like they're singing and that sort of thing and uh, below foot there's like there's a really beautiful uh kind of compass shape in the middle with like north south east west on it um and then it's got a second arrow kind of tilted off to the side uh on the north more northeast or more northwest let's say northeast Good, because that's what I drew. So that's good. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> cool. Oh, um, <clears throat> before we do okay. go any further, could I bricolage a poison trap at Ooh. the entrance in case somebody comes in? Not supposed sure. to. Like my mega poison. So start it. Let's use it. Um, I <clears throat> yeah yeah yeah. So, it. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> spend an AP to create a small <laughs> poison trap um, in the floor. Yep. Brilliant. Okay, with the black that's poison right. that you made we'll before. Die. Which does, yeah, just co- commoners and minions instantly kill bosses. We cannot afford to be seen. Uh, yeah, so you've set that up. That's great. Uh, going to ruin somebody's yeah. lunch break. So what? <laughs> so how are you, like, how are you whittling down the birds? What are you looking for specifically? What physical features are you looking for? Long beaks. Mm. Yeah. Yep. So there's there's probably seven or eight of them that have got unusually long beaks. Substantially longer than any of the other ones. Uh, wings outstretched because her wings yeah. unbent. So those with wings outstretched. Yep. So there's there's among those ones there's probably like five or six of them that are like straight out look like they're gliding. Uh, they all seem to be the same kind of the same kind of bird uh, with this very long curved beak that seems to do some some kind of distinctive gliding. 
And then... Asset. So you've got mm, five, four, four or five that look like that. So for the, <clears throat> when it says that her flight is true, do we then look for statues that are facing the secondary arrow? Or do we find birds that are facing uh, yeah. true Both north? True north. Yeah. North. Mm, yeah. 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 So you've got so you've got these two arrows on the floor, um, and you can see two of these birds. Oh no, sorry, the three of these birds are, are are all pointing in the direction of the second arrow, which is so the the first one would appear to be magnetic north or something like that, magic north. I don't know, thermic north. And the second one is proper geographical north as it relates to the equator. And you, you know that you, you've talked to Theodoric, Theodoric about that. He's a you've you've all travelled like you know this stuff. I did not know this. So you've got, great. <laughs> yeah. So you've got three of these birds left. We could perhaps just stand by each, uh, pick a bird apiece, and see do they make sound? Is hmm. yeah. If we if yeah if we just like so I'll go to one and put my ear next to it. And okay. So everyone right, we'll go to standing one, next to one. Are you just waiting for the wind to blow and hoping? It's quite a still morning. What? So they only make sound if the wind blows through it. Yeah. Yeah, they've got like whistles, oh. different kinds oh, of whistles. Can inside. we blow the, Is there a mouthpiece? So can we blow now them? We're talking. Yeah. <laughs> so you, <laughs> no. you. I feel no. I've missed an opportunity. No clam. <laughs> no clam. <laughs> you blow into the beak of the first bird. Uh, <laughs> and it makes a, a soft hooting sound. Uh, and you blow into the second one and it makes a sort of shrill, twittering, twattering sound. Twattering <laughs> sound. Uh, and then you blow into the last one and there's no sound at all. It's completely silent. That's the bird. Who's got that one? I mean, you, you've just been wandering around blowing into birds. Everyone else has been sitting there watching you. Slightly oh, confused, it was me doing that. Oh, okay, well, I've yeah. got it in my hand. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've got it. Great. I've got it, guys. I got it. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing that anybody who is spectating this is going to instantly die the second that they come into the <laughs> Yeah. What do you do? i got a reputation to uphold. Well, we've got the bird. Uh, so what, what was the other thing? So the flight flight is true. It was It was facing the right way. We'd need to present to her the token that we have oh, the from token. the very first. Yeah. Who's, who's got the we token? We didn't pick it up. So apart, no, we did. We, did. we grabbed it from. That's what <laughs> okay, I cool. you did. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Upon that realization, let's say you've taken it. <laughs> no, the trap. <laughs> my, my, my. Yeah. So you you place the uh, you place the wooden disc with uh, Galtarum's sigil on it. The bird turns its head this this small brass bird turns its head to look at you and its eyes glow and it flies up into the sky and it flies directly up in a straight line and then you see three beams of light converging above you coming from the directions of the bazaar and the temple and the uh, tomb on the hill and they all converge on this bird and then a beam of this this light that seems to contain every colour that you you know all those colours that you saw in the prismatic temple shoots down into the ground into the centre of this compass between you all, and the ground starts to crumble away. And as you all step backwards, there's a vortex below you, and you look through it and you can see familiar features. You can see uh, th- things you've seen before, things from the infinite escape room. And you can see Gavin, the plane walking rabbit, and you hear from behind you uh, a crash and a sort of spray of liquid sound and you see the prismatic prophet trying to force his way through the door being sprayed in this black poison Ah! and staggering backwards this creepy cult dude as the four of you leap 
<laughs> feet first into the portal and back. You solved my portal puzzle. <laughs> well done, Tony. That oh, was an incredible that was adventure. Amazing. Thank you so much for that. That was brilliant. Thanks, Thanks Tony. That was yeah, that was fun. That was brilliant. That, that was very fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So good. Oh my god. Uh, listeners at home, we just hit six hours and seven minutes um, for Oof, the recording. Wow. Um, which is a record for the podcast. Uh, so we won't do the usual debrief length at this no, no, point. No. But I I mean, I just want to say this was amazing. I love the quest system. Yeah. It's so light. It's made great it's stories. Great. It's great for this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Easy breezy, isn't it? Um, yeah. I had a really great time. Tony, you did a really just incredible job putting all that together. The story of the characters, the puzzles. Uh, I had a real blast. It was really good fun and a good laugh. Um, yeah. And I want to be, yeah, try and be part of this again. I don't know if I, I, you know, with the GM and stuff, I could give it a go. But not not in like tea or anything, but just in general. It, it just seems um, yeah. just seems really good. I just wish the dice had been a bit more on our side so we could have <laughs> they seen really the turned against power us. of yours. Yeah. Yeah. And, in the back um, third there. Yeah. yeah, and I just wish I'd used maybe some of my abilities with, that had higher AP to use on them, you know. So, uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, no, really, really good, really, really, really good. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, can't can't really add anything to what everyone else said, but it was a hell of a lot of fun. I think compliments like the infinite escape room system really well that we can just be creative and mm. batshit bonkers with the kind of stuff we want to do. But there's that little yeah, element of combat yeah. and dice rolling to go with it that gives you that RPG feel rather than yeah, yeah, D&D, yeah. which is heavy with rules and stats. This is perfect. Thanks, Tony. You're very welcome. Yeah. Um, if people are interested in finding out more about the game, uh, buying it online, you can find it at adventure.game. I think they're not shipping physical versions of it outside the US at the moment, but you can get rid of the, uh, sorry, get hold of the whole system uh, and they've got a new set of roles coming out. There's eight roles. We only use four of them. But they've got another um, another eight roles coming out later this year, I think, uh, that are kind of in a cosmic fantasy vibe rather than a traditional mm. fantasy vibe. Um, I had a lovely time doing this. Uh, thank you all for engaging so much, especially I think after that first puzzle, we really found a kind of the groove of what we were doing yeah. with these characters and mm. and and the that blend of the puzzles being not uh, you, you really engage with the idea of there not being one right way to do it, which is what I wanted to do. I wanted there to be like a goal and obstacles, but I didn't want it to be like put key A in slot A every time. Mm. Uh, so that was really like really fun and really rewarding. Um, I had an enjoyable time writing it. And now I'm going to go and eat a lot of curry. Yeah, well deserved. You deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll eat so much that maybe I'll be able to teleport. <laughs> well, I'll take us out then. Well, th- uh, everything that Tony's just talked about as well will be in the show notes for this and all of the previous episodes. Uh, if you've just come to this the last episode, um, then what the hell are you doing? Uh, go back three or five, <laughs> however this turns out to be. So thank you very, very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can also follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter. We are at tier underscore podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, and we hope you did, then you can either share it with your friends, tell people how cool it is, or alternatively, just join our Patreon programme, where we've got uh, unedited material, bonus episodes, and more. Anyway, we love you lots, and we'll see you next time on The Infinite Escape Room. Goodbye now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.